We're swimming way back and then we're wrong. Not here for a trophy, we're just here to have some fun. Allison and Norm don't need no podium climb, but you better have a cookie waiting at the finish line. We don't care if you slow or fast, cause all are welcome on the post-race cookie cast. Yes, all are welcome on the Post-race cookie cast. It's the most wonderful time to podcast. Hey, Allison. Hey, Norm. If that didn't give it away, what we're doing this week, nothing will. It's <laughs> our holiday spectacular, spectacular extravaganza the post-holiday cookie cast. We are coming to you this week with our holiday gift buying guide. I know. And since, I mean, we really just don't have a shortage of, of being able to talk about things that we like. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just needed another episode. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's not like we don't always, uh, at least once every episode talk about some gadget or, technology thing that we've purchased or for our growing expensive habit. And <laughs> no so joke. we're like, we got more, there's more out there that we don't have yet. So I will preface this by saying that we're not asking you crumb heads to buy us these things. This is not <laughs> the purpose of this. In fact, there's a couple things on my list that I already have, maybe something on your list. We don't know what we have on each other's list. That's the big thing here. Yeah. It's a surprise, big surprise, but you know, if you got frisky and you were like, I think I'm going to buy this thing and send it on in it. You know, I'm not going to say no, <laughs> but I'm not trying to say you should. You shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to email the link to the podcast to my husband so that he knows what to get me. That's the sneaky, easy way of doing this, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's it. That is the sneaky, good way of doing this. <laughs> and um uh, I, I'm, I'm, and so because you said that I need to make sure that I do announce the things I already have <laughs> because then I'll get doubled and I don't want double some of these things. So the framework of this whole thing is gifts for the triathlete in your life, but also just the athlete or just the, the fitness person or just someone who likes to be healthy. It doesn't have to be someone who's racing, yeah. but there's a little bit of a triathlon, you know, over. I don't know, framework to this, at least for mine. I don't know about yours. Uh, mine it's, are really just gifts, uh, gifts for active people. And when we talked earlier, we said, well, maybe we separate these into like the disciplines or the different things they're connected to, because otherwise this is going to be all over the place. So that being said, why don't we start with the things that might be attached to maybe a triathlon and then we'll move to the more general things. Does that sound good? I think so. Okay. So every good triathlon starts with a little swimmy swim, mm -hmm. which may not be something you're thinking about doing at this time of year because it's not the best time to be outside. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't mean you can't hit your local pool. It doesn't mean you can still get your fitness in. And my first thing, my first thing is something that I actually saw on one of my favorite television programs on which I generally always buy something, but I did not buy this thing. Oh, I know where we're going with this. <laughs> you know where we're going with this. So I'm watching this a little while ago and I see these guys come up 
with these swim goggles. And I already oh. knew what it was because I've been served this product on Instagram for like five months now. Oh, <laughs> It's the Magic 5 swim goggles. So what these things are, you you basically, you using their app, you take photos of your face from different angles and then you send those in and they create a custom set of swim goggles that are made for your face. Because we all have different faces, yeah. different noses, different eyes, whatever. And I think anybody who's been in the pool practicing to swim has had at least one set of goggles that leaked or rubbed you the wrong way or didn't fit you the right way. I mean, anything you yeah. buy off the shelf generally is not the most fun thing to be swimming in. Right. Have you had that experience? Oh, yeah. Or they like, they leak or they... It's you have two choices. They either leak or they just suck your eyeballs right out of your head. Like you don't right have out. any you don't have any choice. And then you get bigger problems than leaking. Yeah, then there's a the whole point. situation happening. You don't want to go there. So people are staring. People are staring. And 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 then if you want something that's that's really quote unquote nice, they, they can get really expensive. You're getting to the point where you're you're spending like over a hundred dollars for a pair of goggles, potentially. Mm -hmm. So these are these are these are neat. I, I haven't tried them out yet. Uh, I'm intrigued by them. I'll say that. I like the fact that they're custom for your face, and the reviews seem to be pretty well. And I think they got funded. I'm not positive. I'll have to go back and look. But generally, I do buy at least one product on every episode, and I did <laughs> buy these. But you know, maybe I'll get them in the future. Um, and, and since we're staying in the pool and I have two pool-centric things on my list, mm -hmm. I'm going to go again, if that's okay. I'm continuing the shark theme here. Uh-oh. This is another thing that I got served. Uh, the algorithm really knows me because a little secret out, out there to, to the crumb heads. I'm afraid of whales and sharks. <laughs> now, I don't know too many people who are like, I love sharks. I want to be in the water with sharks. But whales... That's not very common. I don't love them. I don't like the size of them. I think they're out to get me. So sometimes when you're out there doing that open water swim, you did one this year down in Texas. Uh-huh. You got some creepy crawlers. You got some creatures. Yeah. You got some things in the depths that God never intended to interact with humans. It's true. And now we're getting out there into their territory so that we can put on a a neoprene suit and look exactly like a seal and then flop around in the water <laughs> and be eaten. And that's how you get eaten. So I found this thing called shark bands and they are, it's a swimming band that you put on. That is a shark deterrent. Okay. <laughs> the only downside to this product is they spell it shark bands with a Z at the end. And I hate it oh, when products do like this. People do that. You just ruin it for me. But if you're saving me from a shark, I'll allow it. But essentially, it's been a, a third party tested this thing and using some kind of magnetic something. I don't know the science. Let's just say it's so advanced. No one knows how it works. <laughs> I thought you were going to say sonar. So <laughs> No, 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 no. That'd be cool, though. You can swim with dolphins. That's a different story. Uh, so shark bands. Yeah. So shark, shark. We're doing two different things here. So for that person in your life who loves to swim in the ocean and flirt with getting eaten by a whale. And you know what? I don't even know if this works with whales. I'm just assuming if it works with sharks, it's probably going to work with a whale. 
I don't know. I'm fine with whales. So <laughs> yeah, some people are like, I'd like to swim with a whale. Well, I'm most all people in. are crazy. Yeah, well, no one wants to, shark, to swim with a shark. So there you go. Shark bands. No, nobody does. Well, shark some bands with, well, somewhere people. Shark bands with a Z. So all those right. are my first two to start out of my five. And I will now turn it over to you. Good start. Okay, so are we? We're moving on to cycling now. I think, huh? Um, we, we can do that. I have one. I have one cycling related thing um, that I think uh, I'm very tempted to actually buy for myself, and it is a desk for the indoor trainer. Um, Ooh, yeah. I spent some time. So I I use a lot of Wahoo products. So do you now? Um, And they have one that's like, you know, $250, but I did poke around on the uh, DC Rainmaker site and Mm -hmm. he actually recommends the KOM Cycling Media Indoor Cycling Desk. It has cup holders. You can feed your power cords through the stand, apparently, supposedly, Um, but, and it has like a slit for your phone or remotes. And then it's got sticky stuff to keep like your iPad in place or whatever you're viewing your, your training on. Um, and I just, yeah, for all the Zwifting out there that we're doing, I, I think I'd like one of those instead of the little table I have. I, I was on that same exact blog site. I saw his recommendation. <laughs> I saw his review. Yep. I remember right. He was basically like, yeah, the Wahoo one's really cool, but this one's, cheaper and it does the same thing. I think that's like the gist of what he was saying. Yeah. This Um, one's like $89 totally like an an appropriate price, I think for what you're buying. Um, unless, I mean, you could, I could also probably send it to my husband and see if he wanted to make me one, but I, that I kind of want one like this year. Yeah. So that's funny you said that. (laughs) Cause the first thing I saw when I, that was just thinking to myself, I could, build this and i'm like no stop you yeah you, those days are behind you oh you don't he need would to do make this. me one and it would be amazing but i i don't know that i would have it this training season so <laughs> 2027 coming yeah. to a oh and uh, it would be worth the wait probably but i'll need something in the meantime yeah he would build something with uh, robotic arms that actually do the pedaling for you so Most you're just likely. actually yeah, yeah 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 those are pretty cool i looked at them as well but man i choked on the price as well i was like yeah this is a this is a desk. This is essentially a yeah. platform with four legs for $250. And I don't know if I, it's, it's very similar. And I hope this isn't a spoiler alert for something else you're going to say to the fan that they've got oh, that yeah. attaches to the Bluetooth. And the faster you go, the faster the fan goes. Great idea. But the thought of spending $250 on a fan. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a hard sell. So it's the, it's the, it's the off, well, I don't want to call it an off brand. It's the alternative to the Wahoo yeah. kicker table. That's yeah. your, that's your gift. Yep. I like it. All right. Now, do you want to say another one or do you want me to say my one cycling one that I've Yeah. Got? Do your cycling one. Okay. So I, I, I don't know if we've, I don't, I don't think we've ever really talked too much about cycling jerseys on here. Um, we talk a lot about the bikes. We talk about our trainers and we talk about all this other stuff, but you know, when you're out there on the road, you, you there's a couple of different reasons why you might want to wear a cycling jersey. They're a little more aerodynamic. They keep you a little bit cool. They keep drivers from hitting you if you have a crazy enough design. There's a lot of reasons to look goofy in those 
skin tight, weird looking Tour de France looking jerseys. Right. And it took me a long time to go come around to actually <laughs> wear them. And once I did, I realized, yeah, this is way better. Yeah. I can see why people wear it. It's true. Well, in my travels of trying to find one, the other thing that really threw me on these things is the cost of these things. Yeah. Like you can spend 80 to $110 easily on some of these nicer jerseys, which is more than I think I, I really want to spend on something that I'm going to wear, you know, out to get sweat on and everything else. I was going to say the sweating part in the expensive clothing always throws me off. So Yeah. Yeah. And so I, well, this was another thing the algorithm led me to, because I'm pretty sure I was served an ad on Instagram <laughs> for this country, uh, this country, for this uh, company called Neopro. And they're mm -hmm. out of Australia. And their big thing was the price a kit should be. And their big selling thing is our kits are affordable. There's something, I think they're $39. So I bought one. Love the patterns, love the colors. They're a little bit different and love the fit. I, I just love everything about it. So I've purchased, I don't know, I think four or five of them mm, in okay. um, total. I got a long sleeve. I got short sleeves. They just came out with one that's uh, like an ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> so they have a little bit of a sense of humor. Um, so yeah. So I, if somebody, this is one of those gifts that I already do have, but I would highly recommend anybody who's just looking for a well-made, affordable cycling jersey. And that's Neopro, N-E-O-P-R-O. There's no Z at the end. <laughs> that's how you know it's a good company. No Zs. <laughs> it's not Neopros, it's Neopro. They aren't messing around with that. No. All right. I, well, I have a couple. Um, I would. I have a couple that are running related. If we want to do that now, um, the first one. This is one that I already have um, that I highly recommend, um, and it is the. Um, it's a headlamp by a company called BioLite. Um, mm, okay. The headlamp two hundred. Um, they come like any other. Headlamp, they have, like, they come in various, like, um, like, I don't know what the word is, luminosities. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, sure. This is, this would be the lowest one, um, but there's, like, uh, this one is, is plenty bright for, like, your average neighborhood, like, road run. Um, and the thing I like about it is they lay flat against your forehead oh, um yeah, yeah so it's not a typical like a petzl or something that you might wear like rock climbing um and the 200 has the battery pack it's it's a usb rechargeable and then the battery pack is um in in the front where the headlamp is so it's not hanging off the back of your head or anything like that that's um, nice so it's very slim, very flat fitting, um, easy to wear, easy to move around in. And maybe not bright enough to go mining or no, spelunking. Maybe or... not even bright enough to like, probably not even, I guess if in the ultra world, not bright enough to do like an overnight race in or something, but um, definitely bright enough to do an, an early morning run or something like that. And most of the crumb heads out there are not probably doing an overnight <laughs> ultra run like you do. So 
a good gift. I mean, they Biolite does make them in the same fit, um, you know, with like 700 lumens. And if you if you need that, but you're going to run into a big battery pack on that. So, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have neck problems. I like it. I like it. I don't have any particular run one, but I've got one, I guess, that could be connected to if you go run and what you just said with racing. This is something I think maybe you once upon a time mentioned that you were doing. Um, It's something that I would like to do eventually if I ever do enough races. And that is making uh, having a T-shirt quilt created out of your Ah. old race shirts. So this has become something where I know it was first on Etsy, but now there's a lot of sites out there that you send in your shirts and they'll make the quilt for you. Now, I'm guessing that Allison Anderson probably does this herself (laughs) and probably has 15 sewing machines and she probably runs one of these websites and I'm not aware of it. But if you are not handy with the, uh, the thread and needle like Allison, there's a lot of websites out there. You just do a Google search, you will find them. It's just kind of cool to take what generally is an ugly shirt and create something that's usable because how many times do you do an event? And while I've only done a couple of races, I volunteered a little bit and they give you the shirts for those too. So I'm starting mm-hmm. to get a little bit of a collection here and I don't think I'd ever wear any of them ever again. They're not very good shirts. <laughs> so it's usually not because of the design though. That is sometimes it's usually the material or it's the size of it's just ridiculous because they're yeah. unisex and I'm a slim guy. So there's a plethora of reasons why you probably are not rocking that race shirt from that turkey trot you did back in 97 every day. So right. here's a nice way of instead of throwing it away or being that person who is sending it off to Goodwill where then there's going to be some person rocking a t-shirt of a race that happened before they were born right um this is just a way to keep it going and and get some use out of it yeah i like it now am i imagining things have you done this before no i've talked about it but i haven't actually okay. done okay. it uh um, right i'm i do have a sewing machine uh <laughs> of course you do <laughs> I have I have a sewing machine that I won in a in a contest once that I never took out of the box. I still have it. <laughs> in like a sewing contest? Yeah, like um I think I was in the eighth grade. And did you not know that I'm the the runner up make it yourself with wool like state champion in Oklahoma from whatever year that was. <laughs> what, what, what what does that even mean? <laughs> it's a bunch of words. I made something out of wool because I was forced to. <laughs> so they gave you the wool? No, you had to buy it and make yourself an outfit. And then. What did you make? Um, I made. A skirt and a jacket. A skirt and a jacket out of wool? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> oh, I bet. It's awful. Now, is with wool, is that the one where you have to use like the big sticks and you've got to have like the, the loom, like the big wall thing that I've seen? <laughs> no, you're not weaving the the fabric yourself. Isn't wool thicker though? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you-, you do have to adjust everything on your machine. So you can, you can, you can sew wool on a sewing machine. Yeah. 
I don't believe you. This was fully lined in satin. I'd like you to know I did that in eighth grade. <laughs> fully lined in satin? So in not satin. only wool, but they're no, in satin. lined with satin. <laughs> was there a zipper or were there buttons? Um, there was the skirt had a zipper and the jacket. Oh, no, no. Yeah, the jacket had buttons. I picture the jacket having those huge wooden buttons that you probably whittled out of a tree trunk. <laughs> do you know, do you want to know what I did? I don't I'm not claiming that I might have gotten first place in this competition, but I my skirt like um fastened in the front and I didn't like the attention, so I undid one of them so that it hung weird. So that I could be out of the competition because I didn't like it and didn't want to be there. <laughs> so you you so, threw the competition so you'd you'd lose, but you still won a sewing machine. I well, I still got second place. What did first place get? Um, a lot of money, and then they went on to some. There's some sort of regional make it yourself with wool. <laughs> what? You grew up in Oklahoma. I did. I sure did. Yeah, I've never heard of this. We have derailed this conversation <laughs> i don't even know what the the equivalent would be in maine i guess it may, some kind of lumberjacking or lobster catching yeah, competition I, think, I, I was gonna say lobster something they do a clam shucking thing every year at like the uh portland clam festival but um well the 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 crumb heads want to know our secret talents <laughs> now they know you've got this weird wool sewing talent i mean yeah, I could get out all. I have a lot of state fair ribbons. Uh. For the runners out there who may be in, <laughs> in cold climates, uh, the fifth gift that Allison's going to say is she will knit you a wool pair of running shorts. Oh, oh that's God. fun. <laughs> Speaking, I mean, my, that does kind of segue into my next gift, though, is being How? warm. Being warm when you're running. <laughs> okay, okay. Because my next one is is you could wear it to bike i guess um it's it's running gloves um they're not just gloves um so there there are a lot of companies that make these i don't have this particular pair and i would like to get them um these are from a company called ultimate direction that usually does like ultra running packs and things like that um, and Hold it's, on one minute. I'm going to write down this time code and send it to Paul at the point where you said, these are the ones that I want. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure he buys these for you. Because uh, these are, so these are gloves. And then in the back, on the back of the hand, they have the part that slips out, that cuffs over your fingers to make it into a mitten. Oh, oh, that's and funny. The difference for these is, so... That that is like infinitely warmer than regular running gloves for starters is to be able to like deploy that. Um, but then for the ones from Ultimate Direction, the little cuff part is waterproof. So if you are running out in hazardous weather, maybe um, it's just an extra little added layer of insulation. And I like that feature. So. Yeah, absolutely. And and that, that really brings me back because a funny story, when I was a kid, this is this happened many times, but um I I can remember getting a pair of well, I called them mittens back then, where they had, like you said, like the half fingers, and then they had the other part oh. that would fold over on top of like a flap. So yeah. if you wanted them 
Well, I think I got them when I was like 12 or 13 from my dad. And of course, at that point, I'd become too cool for that kind of thing. Well, yeah, you can't I, be. <laughs> no, you can't go to school wearing mittens. No. You got to see your fingers, dad. And so he thought they were the coolest thing. And I thought they were the dumbest thing. <laughs> that is an example of a gift that I got that years later, I came to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Almost everything I got between the ages of 11 and 15, I thought was stupid. And at between the ages of 18 and now, I wish I had still. Yeah, you wish you had them back. <laughs> yeah. Like that was a genius idea. In yeah. Maine, you can use your fingers. And if you don't want to, hey, put the flap on there. You could go yeah. mittens. Yeah. <sighs> I will say these are, let me check really quick before I make any promises. I think I have them pulled up here. Um the ultimate direction ones do not appear to have like the um oh no they do they do the touch touch screen compatible like finger pads on them but this says that they do so there you go even better we we didn't have that back in the uh, late 80s <laughs> well, because we, we didn't have touch screens in the late 80s could you, <laughs> could you operate that 17,000 foot cord on your landline with them on yeah you're good to go so. yeah if you needed to to spin that rotary on that phone there it you is you just needed that one finger so yeah. and then if you needed the privacy yeah sometimes you had to go on that porch to talk mm. to Someone you didn't want your mom and dad to hear, and you oh. needed those gloves because it's cold in the middle of winter in Maine. But I digress. Um, I like that one, and I will never ever need them because I don't run in the cold because I'm a sane person, and I don't know why anyone would. This is where uh, I think our previous guest, Mies, is angrily shaking her fist listening to this yeah. up yeah. there in Massachusetts, up in Worcester. She probably has four pairs of these. Because she has to let them like dry out between each cold run that she does every single day. She's so accomplished that she's, they've probably licensed her out. Her her name is probably like Mies Mittens. I'm sure, I'm sure there's like a blue pair that, that are just for her. So we can't even buy them. They've just made them for her. They just made them. You have to win them in order to, to wear them. Yeah. She's awesome. All right. (laughs) So my, is that, is that all of yours? Uh, no, I still have, I have two still. Oh my goodness. Say, say one more of yours and then I'll do my last okay. one. So my, my next one is, um, something that I keep telling myself I need to buy and I haven't. Um, and this is, this is where we get into old people appreciating practical gifts. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, this is a safety gift. Um, it's from Nathan. Um, and it is a, a ripcord like siren style personal alarm with a strobe light on it. Oh um, yeah. That's smart. It's, it's pretty small. It's got a button uh, for the alarm and then a flashlight on the end. You can put it around your wrist. Um, I, I keep telling myself I should get one as somebody who like goes out into the woods and does stuff alone all the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, or, you know, like goes and crawls around on on mesas by myself that maybe maybe i need both of the functions that come on this thing so yeah um they're not super expensive i don't know why i haven't bought one yet but that is the next thing on my list from nathan paul (laughs) 
I see how you, what you've done. Most of mine are like expensive things. I have no expectation of receiving yours are all like handmade or $20 <laughs> items that you, I think well, are they're probably the practical things that I need. Yeah. No, this was smart. This was smart. I see why you wanted to do this episode. Um, I, I just actually thought of another one that I'm going to add to mine, a bonus one. Oh, geez. And because this is one that I've had my eye on as well. Um, and that is a, a hydrate or equivalent brand. I don't care about the brand smart water bottle. Oh, okay. Reason being because I like everyone else that I know in the world, I don't drink enough water every day. Me either. No one does. Right. And it's not for a lack of desire, but we get busy and we forget about it and it, well, you, or you have to go out of your way or in the middle of a meeting or who knows why, right? Honestly, now we have face masks on all the time too. So face masks. Yeah. They're, they're, they're they don't make it easy. So uh, the idea of a smart water bottle has always been intriguing to me and they've been around for a while, but the technology hasn't always been great. They've been a little bit suspect, like a lot of those things in the bleeding edge, they were overpriced. Uh, underperformed and weren't great to look at. Well, they've come a long way. So the new generation, uh, they're pretty nice. I was just down in, in North Carolina uh, a month or so ago and my buddy had one and I was like, wow, that looks like a regular water bottle. I had no idea that was a smart water bottle. Wow, okay. And it showed me, you know, all the alerts that it can send to your phone and it's all the uh, LEDs on this. I mean, it's crazy what these things can do. <laughs> And yes, this is an example of something where it's like, do we really need to apply all this technology and money towards something that should be common sense? You take a glass, you fill it with water, you drink it. Well, we're busy people mm -hmm. and we have short attention spans. And I say sometimes if technology can be used to remind you to do the thing that you need to do, then do it. It's yeah. not such a bad thing. So, and that's something I think all athletes, regardless of the level that they do, they need to drink more water. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. That's, I think that's a gift that would probably be well-received by all the athletes in your life. Yeah, I would say so. I'm going to say my last one. Okay. Because it's just a ho-hum one. It's not that great. Oh, I have a good one. We'll end on mine. Good. So the, mine, though, can lead to a lot of things. So there is a website called REI. Mm. And... It is uh, basically a co-op full of all kinds of awesome outdoor gear. So why is this a gift if I'm telling you about a website? Well, because you can buy a membership to REI for, I think it's $20 maybe? Yeah, it's I don't know. You've, it's got, you've got one, I've got one, yeah. And so for $20, you get access to some secret sales. They have like their 20, 30% off sale twice, three times a year. And then at the end of the year, you get money back for them as a percentage of what you spend with them as part of the co-op. Mm -hmm. So it's like the more you spend, the more you get back. Yeah. You still have to spend to get it. <laughs> I know. But it's nice because other companies, when you're buying those new running shoes or parkas, or whatever, they're not giving you any money back at the end. Right. So and their prices are really pretty comparable, I would say, to some of your other online retailers. I mean, yes. Can anyone beat Amazon or Walmart? No. But they've got things on this website that you're not going to find on Amazon or Walmart. So it's kind of a neat way of giving a gift to somebody to say, hey, I know you're probably going to spend a ton more money on this insane habit. 
and hobby that you do now because it's <laughs> the most expensive thing I've ever seen. So hi, here's a way that maybe we can get some money back from your investment. Yeah, maybe you can just get a little return. <laughs> get a little return because we know you're going to spend it. So let's get some of that money back. Yeah. And that's uh, it's REI.com. All right. Well, this is one. My last one is one that uh, every once in a while I will see a coupon code for. And when I don't buy it, then I get mad and I still don't have one and I'm still mad at myself. So everyone do the math. Um, I think <laughs> the next time I see it, I need to just get one because I'll feel the same way after I don't use the coupon. Um, it's something called Sweat Seat. Um, hmm. S-W-E-T-S-E-A-T. Um, so S W E T. Uh huh. No A. Another. I know. I know. All right. Um, this is yet another like small, um, women owned company that, uh, it's, it's a seat protector for your car. Um, they, Oh yeah. There are various styles of these that are made by other people. Like I think orange mud makes one that's basically like a towel that, um, has like a little hood on it that can, you can just kind of loop over. This one is actually made out of like kind of workout clothes material. Um, and like that? it actually straps down and is fitted to your seat. It's washable, um, moisture wicking, waterproof. They say stink proof. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I haven't, I don't know if that's true, <laughs> but um, it isn't, I don't like the feeling of sitting on a towel. That's my current strategy is when I go like, you know, do a lot of hiking or running or biking, I'll throw a towel over the seat, um, when I get in the car, but I don't like the feeling of sitting on a towel. So I like the idea of sitting on, you know, some, something a little more comfortable, plus it being, yeah. Plus it being fitted to the seat and also being like washable and it packs really small. You can keep it in like the door of your car. So that's sweat seat. Aren't there like things sometimes that you see? Well, I do every day that I'm like, why didn't I come up with that? Yeah. Like that is the simplest innovation that you just said. Yet it's something every athlete would like. Yeah. Everyone needs one. I mean, at like. I am paranoid about it because I didn't cover the seat of my previous car for a long time. And like, then I would get out and I would have like sweat everywhere in the car and I would, you know, oh, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just bought a new car literally, yeah, uh, literally. days ago <laughs> and I am in that honeymoon phase where I'm parking really far away from the entrance. So no one yeah. hits my car and I just got all weather mats put into it and I've, resolved to, I'm never going to eat in this car ever, not once, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So this is very appealing to me and uh, I'm going to look this thing up. I yeah. mean, I keep a, I keep a beach towel in the back of my car currently, and that's my current, you know, strategy, but I, I really don't care for it. Um, I think this is way better. Yeah. I'm going to write down this time code for Maria. So Paul has his assignment. <laughs> now Maria's going to have hers and we're going to get a, a pretty good holiday. <laughs> can you can you think of like some of the more oddball, weird, or memorable gifts that you've you received in your life? Um, I mean, I can think of my favorite Christmas. I I just I get like a oaky twang whenever I said that. It's it's all good. <laughs> I You're started from there. <laughs> to like 
<laughs> I started to get like a, a draw. Um, no, when I was probably in elementary school, I think my one year for Christmas, my, my grandpa got everyone, everyone else got books that year as gifts, all the other grandkids, but he had gone to like, um, like a hardware store and gotten a plastic trash can and he had duct taped the lid onto it at the beginning of the year and cut a slot in this top and put all his spare change in there for Ooh. the entire year. And so for some reason, everyone else had books and I had a plastic trash can full of change and it was like two or three hundred dollars. So <laughs> that is awesome. And it was just me. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, um, I never got anything that cool from my grandparents because I'm the oldest grandchild on my mom's side. Mm -hmm. So for whatever reason, they decided from a very young age that I was the older, mature grandson. So I was going to get socks and JCPenney oh. t-shirts and all my cousins and brothers would get toys and I would get clothes no. every single year. Yes. So we go over to my grandparents and sure enough, I see that lumpy package and I knew tube socks. Socks awesome. Again. Thanks, Grammy. But wow. again, you went, don't you feel like you need more socks in your life now? Yeah, now I love socks, but I'm still, I, I, I'm not going to defend it. When, <laughs> when you're eight years old, you can get a toy. Darn it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I bought yeah. some toys. I think with all that money, when I was like eight yeah. or nine, like you probably could have bought all the books everyone else got, and then some with the money. That you got. I mean, I took that to mean, and it, it's like there were probably ten grandkids there. Everyone got books. And I got a trash can full of change. I don't like, <laughs> I don't, I took it to mean that I was the favorite, clearly. Clearly. Right? The only thing I could think of as a gift that I got that's attached at all to what we just talked about in our podcast is I got a road racing bike when I was 15 for my grandfather in New York. It was a Peugeot. Oh, yeah. The car maker. We got one of those downstairs right now. Uh, a bike? Peugeot? You got a vintage oh. blue Peugeot downstairs. No way. See, now I'm pronouncing it wrong, just like my TAC X one. Anyway. Um so I uh it was it's it was lighter, I swear, than my current Trek carbon fiber oh, bike. Oh yeah. Because I remember being 14, 15 years old, being able to lift this over my head with one hand. This and I couldn't believe light. how yeah. Yeah. Well, they were aluminum or steel and they were just so I mean, the frames on these things were nothing. Yeah. And I rode the crap out of that thing for many summers and that's kind of like where my first kind of love for riding a bike came because that thing was so fast oh i wish i still had that thing i ended up giving it back to my dad when i went to college because i was suddenly too cool for it and i think he sold it at a yard sale oh no tail as old as time no. i swear if we could have back all the things we got when we were kids ah no joke paul paul found this one when he would he when he he used to rebuild bikes for a, a charity and Somebody dropped this one off. Um, so he asked the people in charge if he could just buy it as like give a donation to the charity and buy this bike frame. And so then he rebuilt it. So we have like a baby blue with like white taped handlebars and it's a single speed. I keep I keep thinking oh, about really? playing with it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't single I speed. single speed will work for me. So <laughs> it work for you. You don't shift. So Yeah. Very cool. Well, crumbheads, now time it's time for us to ask 
for a gift from you. And the only gift that we want from you is one, to keep listening to our our funny little podcast that we launched uh, over half a year ago. Crazy enough. Yeah. And to give us your feedback, because we want to hear what did you like this year? What did you like this season of the post-race cookie cast? Because we're getting ready to take uh, a little bit of a break so that we can build up a bunch of episodes and do a bunch of recording over the holidays. And that way we can launch again uh, in the late winter with all kinds of fun, different topics and, you know, all the stuff that you've come to expect from us. But Allison and I were talking the other day. We want to know what you want. We yeah. want to hear the things that you're interested in. And maybe you're at home thinking, I want to talk about this thing. Hey, tell us. Yeah. Come on the podcast. If you haven't figured it out by now, we'll talk about anything. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about tube socks we got from our grandmother. It doesn't matter what you want to yeah. talk about. If it's something to do with fitness or even you can come on and tell us how you don't want to work out. We don't care. <laughs> come on over. We'll talk about cookies. We'll talk about sweating. We'll talk about knitting wool, whatever it is you want to talk about. Though I will say I cannot do 45 minutes of you and Allison talking about sewing wool. I That's something I will not be able to do. Oh, well, I never want to do it again. So there's also that. Okay. <laughs> I'd say this is the last time we're going to talk about this, but it will not be. It will come up again. <laughs> So yeah, head over to our Instagram or to postracecookie.com or in, reach out to us individually and let us know what you want to hear, what you are hoping to hear in the coming year from us. And if you want to come on and talk to us. Yeah. All right. Well, Allison, my uh, gift to you is I hope you have a wonderful holiday and I can't wait to come back again and outline all of our resolutions for 2022 because we had some big plans. Talk to you soon. You too. Bye. We swim and we back and then we run. Not here for a trophy, we just here to have some fun. Allison and no don't need no podium climb, but you better have a cookie waiting at the finish line. We don't care if you slow or fast, cause all our Is all are welcome on post race cookie cast.